those journalismists, man, they all suck. The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. world Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Ah, uh, brand new year, brand new rage. Episode 64 of 64, Planet Rage. the $64,000 question. Is it? Back when that actually was real money. Well, you're right. That, except now on a game show, it's like, oh, that's all I'm going to get. Yeah, that's nothing. Go home and get a pick my toes. Now you got, well, then it was who wants to be a millionaire. Then that was like nothing. It's like all these lotteries. Nobody goes out to play unless it's up to a half a billion or more. Exactly. Because who needs a hundred million? Nobody. Well, well, after taxes, it's like 36 bucks. Yes. That is the problem on that. Uh, But New Year's weekend, Chicago, 30 shot, eight killed. So, okay. Just getting some numbers back up there to where they've been. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And I was actually fairly surprised. I went and looked at one of our favorite sites, Mm heyjackass.com. Yeah. And for 2022, I mean, of course, this could still change a little bit, but shot and killed in Chicago, 665. It would have been so much cooler if that was 666. It would have been. Maybe they missed one. They They probably missed way more than one. Yeah. But it seems by my back of the napkin computations, I would say that on average, when you when you relate these stats to me, it, it's usually about a twenty five percent kill rate for you know from wound to kill. Yes. and they're back there with eight, what was it eight, eight out of thirty two? Yeah. Eight out of thirty. They need yeah, they need more gun control. Yeah. But I was surprised <laughs> the shot and kill down sixteen percent over twenty twenty one. Hmm. The shot and wounded down 22%. Only 2,937 people shot and wounded in Chicago last year. Hmm. That's all. Just 2,937. 365 days, 2,937 people. That would be a total shot of 3,602, down 21%. Total homicides in the city of Chicago, 734 that's down 14 percent. so larry lightfoot doing a great job there she is yeah well better make her mayor for life <laughs> they might like that i mean yeah. we had rom we had um rom yeah <laughs> never waste a crisis rom yeah that is and then we had harold washington oh, i don't remember him and he was the uh, first black mayor of yeah. chicago then of course before that we had dailies for decades. Dailies for decades. Now who was uh, Blagojevich? Was he a senator or a mayor? Well, he was, he was the Chicago. governor. Well, the governor. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. And then they, and then he went to jail for the Obama seat, uh, promising that you know but it was all they screwed him nine ways to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Blago it was was by far not the most corrupt politician in Illinois, but still went to jail. Sure. It's all but depending on who you anger. Of course. 
you got to be careful with the rage. If the people with the people with power over you get mad at you, that's not good. That's when they put you in the in the big house. Yeah, it appears that way. But power must be taken back. They got to sharpen up the guillotines. They got to roll them out in the main street at the crossroads of uh, of the, the big the big avenues and get those get those things humming. Chop 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 chop. It's the only fix. It's the only fix. Well, th- is this why the uh, politicians don't want to hold criminals accountable for their bad deeds because they don't want to be held accountable for their bad deeds? You know, the system will never do it. it it's it's just the system is too chronically fucked. It's just going to have to be you know pitchfork and torch crowds. And wheeled guillotines and people dragged from their beds and their, their heads rolling down thoroughfares. It's the only fix. Well, it's got to go back then to a an uprising of the people, not yeah. of the government. It's going to have to be sooner or later. People be like, yeah, yes. we're tired of this. Yeah, nobody's nobody's going to vote their way out of this shit. Anybody who thinks that is a fucking idiot. Really stupid. Really, really stupid. Well, you're seeing how corrupt all sides are. This isn't like, oh, if we could only get the Democrats out. It's like, no. Well, there's a unit party. There's no difference, really, between the two. You get pretty much the same thing either way you go. Yeah. Well, look it's at that just, clown, you know, the chinless Mitch. I mean, please, come on. It's the illusion I mean, he's of really choice. any different from Pelosi. He's not. He's Pelosi with, uh, you know. If you put a dress on him, smaller sure. Tits. Yeah. Look, look just like her. Yeah. It is. That is the problem. That is the problem. And it's just an attitude. It is people waking up. It is people realizing what is going on around them. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen. It was interesting. I guess it wasn't too long before the strike of midnight on new year's day that a judge here in Illinois did at least temporarily strike out that provision of that new law, which was like, Hey, no cash bail. Oh, really? Well, lucky you. Yeah. For briefly. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause I, I still need to go down to the, go the, uh, to the gun store and pick up, a lot of ammo because that's the only thing that's going to save you i think at this point well maybe what's the uh, what's the drill what kind of hoops you have to jump through there to do is there a, a whole mcgillet to buy ammo or you can just walk in there and buy some ammo no you can just walk in and buy it as long as you've that's got nice. a foid card which what's a foid card so it, I, see there is a there is a catch what is it in illinois right because you can't have total freedom in illinois it's a lot like california it is the firearm owner's id card and you have to have one of those before you can purchase a handgun uh, and, and, and and ammunition and correct. And this goes okay. through the state police in Illinois who were just totally overwhelmed for the, because for the longest time it was during the COVID thing was when mine was expiring and I sent in and it's cheap, you know, it's which although people can make the case of, the the concept that if you charge anybody like two dollars to vote, then that's bad. But charging them ten bucks for a FOIA card to that'll last years, it that's still not free. So that's still not putting you in the realm of freedom. But it's not too bad. And there was a thing they just came out with recently, which is a little freaky. Which is they're automatically going to renew. The FOID cards now, if if you want to be one of the people that submit your fingerprints to them as part of this deal. Oh, so it's just like California. Very much, I'm guessing. Of course it is. Same shit. Which my fingerprints aren't on record. 
So mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to do that. My wife's like, she doesn't care because now that she works for the, for the government locally here, that was one of the things they had you do before you got the job was had your fingerprints on file. So the government already right. got her fingerprints, oh. but it's, I mean, I guess it's a slight convenience that you can have your void card automatically renew for 10 years if they have your fingerprints, but this is in the ever growing desire for all of your data and all of your information to be in a database somewhere. Convenience is the best friend of tyranny. Yes. You can quote me on that. Which is exactly the big deal about all of the TikTok and other social media stuff that we've talked about. All this shit, smartphones, all of it, all of it. Like, well, of course I have to have my smartphone. Right. What do you mean it's listening to me? What do you mean it's tracking me everywhere I go? Which it's interesting. And there's going to be a lot coming out with the story of the guy that allegedly killed the people in, was it Idaho? The, yeah, the uh, knife guy. Yeah, the knife dude. Freaky looking guy. That's my wife. I haven't seen him, but she said, how did they do this? Because she said he looks like he's like 90 pounds or something. He's like a spaghetti man or something. Is that true? It looks, yes. And yeah. it's funny because the, Stuff I've read said as a younger child, he was bullied for being massively overweight. So obviously he had a change. And I guess when he lost the weight, he became the bully. But one of the, and it's so hard because as we've talked about journalisming in this day and age, getting a story right is nearly impossible. But one of the things that seemingly has tied him into the girls that he killed allegedly was having his cell phone location constantly pinging in the same places that they were. So it seems like he was following them around for quite a bit of time before this. And, you know, they're going through this whole story of how he was so bright and he was a in studying the whole criminal justice thing and the forensic science of all this. And, you know, how he left very little DNA evidence. It's like, but you carried your cell phone with you while you were stalking them. It's just, it's it's like that people don't even think about the fact, even allegedly bright people who are trying to cover their tracks of committing a massive crime. How do you not go, you know, maybe I shouldn't carry my cell phone with me. Because they like to be connected. (laughs) Right. You got (laughs) to How many likes? How many likes did I get today? (laughs) Right. You got to be connected. I don't understand everything being connected. I, I don't like it. Last night, it was very weird that uh, it was like six o'clock. The phone rang. I'm like, I don't know. The number was the, the thing that popped up on the caller ID was a just a county number here, Will County in Illinois. And it was the local government here, our little city that the wife works for now. I'm like, you're going to be getting phone calls on Tuesday because they're off today for the holiday and all. But it was six o'clock. Like, well, there's an accident investigation at one of the major streets, like avoid this area, which I just thought was weird that you're calling, you know, you're doing an auto call to everybody in the city saying to avoid an area. Don't drive there. It's like, well, I'll see the emergency vehicles if I'm out right? and about, but it was like 1045 at night. Another call came in same number. Oh, well now it's cleared up. So it's open again. It's like, really? You're calling me. I'm getting ready to go to bed. And you're calling people and probably waking a decent amount of people up at quarter to 11 being like, oh, no, now the streets open. It's like, why? So I immediately went and blocked the number from my 
phone, which right. you can do. And they had a thing, although it's like if you have you would have had to answer the phone because they're like, if you do not want to get any more messages from us, please click zero or something now. And I'm thinking, you know, if there's like an active shooter situation in the city, I'd like a call. But mm. a road being closed, is there a right. is there a leveling here of I don't want no traffic information? But, you know, if somebody's going wild and shooting up the town, well, then maybe I would like the phone call. Is there a, is there somewhere in the middle? Can I choose? No, no. It's always right. either or with the government, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It, but I just thought it was very weird because it was the first time that ever came through mm. where it's like, well, we're having a major accident and it's going to be closed for a few hours. Like, yeah, but it's a road. Who cares? People will get it when they see the flashing light. <laughs> they will. Or maybe they but everybody won't. has to be safe. But by the way, I just Googled this, uh, this Idaho stabbing guy. And um, first of all, the picture of him, he looks like he's wearing, you know, that uh, kind of like uh, Master of the Universe Star Trek outfit that Klaus Schwab is partial to. Oh, yeah. Like that fucking crazy quilted thing that he's looked like he's wearing a sleeveless version of that. And his face, his face, he could be a first cousin or brother to uh, remember that that actor from all those shitty sitcoms and alien what was Paul Reiser. Is that his name? Oh yeah, maybe. I think he, I think he resembles him a lot. So, Paul Reiser yeah. might want to be worried. Maybe, maybe it is Paul. Who knows? <laughs> Took a lot of yeah. <laughs> you never know. He could have taken a lot of uh, and age reducing uh, yeah, drugs. Too much Botox to make you stab people. I've I've read that. It could, it could. <laughs> but I'm glad you you uh, got through the new year. Which is good. I did. I was, in fact, somebody last week, I said, you know, we'll be, we may be back next week, but if we are, we might rebrand the show Planet Maybe because it's become so, <laughs> so fucking sporadic. You know, if it's not you, it's me. And it's always something getting in the way of us and, and our millions of listeners. So I say it is a dirty communist conspiracy. Could be. Yeah, it was fun. No fun for me, really. But uh, how you feeling? I'm you doing good? good today. It's went good. through, of course, we've been uh, dealing with some AFib. Which is always fun. I mean, it's not necessarily dangerous, although everything you read, it is. Well, if you're in AFib, you're like 45,000 times more likely to have a heart attack or stroke while right? it. I mean, it's, it's a lot more likely to, uh, you know, but otherwise it's not inherently deadly where it's like, well, that's not necessarily an emergency where you need to rush right in. Although it's just a very. It'd be scary. It is. You know, and then, of course, then that part of it sets in with the anxiety and all that. And it's sure. Like, so it's, it's kind of a double edged sword when it comes to that. But of course, you know, it's like, OK, I called and they're like, well, come in for an EKG on Friday. And I woke up, you know, was having trouble sleeping Thursday night and then woke up Friday and was having another AFib spell. But of course, by one o'clock on Friday, when I went in for the test, yeah, it was fine. Of course, <laughs> like that funny noise in your car. Yes. Always get silent. The mechanics. You bring it in and everything's fine. And like, well, you can take a little more of this, you know, drug that I'm already on. Yay, big pharma. And they're like, that could help. So I did that. And that Mm -hmm. pretty much seems to have cleared it up. And of course, you start doing a lot of reading on all of this stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. You know how that all works out. And it's like, well, okay, you know, you it's. It's one of those things where it's happened before and it hasn't happened in a few years and you really don't know what the triggers are. And then you start reading all of that. And part of it's like, well, you know, if somebody uh, botched up a root canal, that could cost. And that's like, oh, great. Of course. Sure. 
Like, great. <laughs> Start going down those rabbit holes. Hey, you know right? that, you know, the hangnail you left unattended. Uh-huh. <laughs> that could kill you. That can absolutely yeah. kill you. Yeah, right. So, yes, but it wasn't, I mean, at least it didn't happen much. I mean, I was a little bit on Christmas Eve and Christmas day, but yeah. it was, uh, it's usually How was your Christmas. No problems there. I mean, that was Good. well, except for the fact that it was literally a blizzard. Right. We didn't get a lot of snow. I mean, they were promising like eight to 10 inches and we got like two. But oh, so you're not Buffalo. No, okay. no, we All did right. not get covered with that. But there was you know, a lot of blowing snow and the temperatures that was into the single digits and into the negative, mm-hmm. which was no fun. So we uh, we came home Christmas Eve, went to bed and was sleeping down in the uh, the recliner because it's easier sometimes just and uh i woke up and it was like it seems a little cold in here and i get up and i went upstairs to check the thermostat like hey is the is the furnace not running what happened hmm. and i'm like walking up the stairs and it's like all of a sudden feeling quite a bit warmer when i'm getting into the next level and it looks like sure. the furnace everything's so i come back down i've got my little cell phone i got the light on the cell phone i'm going towards my office and i'm like this is really getting cold over here and i look up and the garage door, I guess, the door going from the garage into the house oh, shit. must not have been completely closed. And there was enough still wind with the blizzard oh. and that door had opened up and I turned down the little space heater down there, which has a gauge. that will show you the current temperature in the room. And that was sitting on the floor down there and it showed up 35. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> that's cold you basically you were camping yeah kind of that's what it felt like yeah camping on christmas eve wow so you know it all mm. goes on there so i mean but otherwise everything was perfectly fine after i thawed out yeah jeez and then new year's everything fine and uh good you know was basically just, in bed before 12 and then the people all just start blowing off all the fireworks which is yeah. fine oh yeah but then they were doing it like last night as well. It's like, no, no, it's, you get to do it once at like midnight. Mm. Otherwise it's just kind of rude. Some people do have to get up for work. Not me, but some people do have to get up some for work. How do. was the, uh, the holiday Christmas? How was new year's over in, in beautiful yeah. LA? Beautiful. It was all, you know, all uneventful. Um, you know, um, I was, uh, Christmas was great. New, you know, I've been ignoring new year's for, for decades. I hate it. It's my, you know, I just don't like it. So, you know, I was probably asleep by 1130. Well, it is um, like the ultimate made up holiday. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a new day. It's a new year. Yay. Exactly. And, and what has changed? Nothing. Nothing. Not a fucking thing. <laughs> Joey's still in the White House. <laughs> it is not going well. No. It is not going well. I mean, I hope Moose, I mean, I, is he a fireworks dog does he like the fireworks moose, or moose is doesn't, doesn't he doesn't give a shit about fireworks <laughs> thunder he's very he's a very smart guy he's moose is very smart so he knows what some something is uh, worth getting bent over or not and <laughs> fireworks and thunder don't bother him the least <laughs> now, if you're late with dinner <laughs> well then yeah then there's a problem yeah he knows and i think we uh, look but, uh, really into the uh into the psyche of ryan bemrose of grumpy old ben's in the troll room who says Mother's Day is the ultimate made-up holiday. I guess that's... <laughs> I hope his mom doesn't listen to these things. Wow. Yeah. Some mom hate. That's not nice. Call your mom. Tell her. Tell her. 
that you appreciate her. Come on. There should be like an alternate universe, a calendar of holidays for people who hate holidays. So that just occurred to me. Either should like the day after it should be motherfuckers day and, uh, and so forth. You know? More, yeah. More fun versions right. of the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the one thing that has changed in January is that now we have a, a bunch of new politicians to hate on and yeah. the house has now gone into the realm of the Republican party rather than the Democrat and our buddy, Keith Olbermann. He has he some say, thoughts about that. Can you believe that? No, I he think he's well, that <laughs> that is uh, up to debate. <laughs> I wish the Democrats would play that game to 10% of the uh, levels that the Republicans do until the Democrats stop rolling over for this and saying, well, we're not going to dirty our hands. When they go high, we go low. So when they go low, we get baseball bats. That should be the next, you know, big, let's get Obama out there saying when they go low, we get baseball bats. I think that would solve this completely. So these are the people on the left who thought Trump created violence on january 6th yeah that's and what's always amusing is i could i bet i bet both my eyes that keith olbermann is the biggest pussy to ever walk on two feet and has never had a fight in his life and those are always the guys that are screaming for hyper violence well, he wants Obama to come out and say, bring out the yeah, he baseball wants Obama bats. to do it for him, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, why aren't you just saying it? Come on. Why do we need Obama to say it? What is that? What difference does that make? But for a group of people that seemed very hyper aware of any little word or the, not even the words that Trump uttered, just the way he said them indu- induced violence, incited yes. violence. Yes. The inflection, the way, the way he moved his eyebrows when he said a word that was code. Uh-huh. Code, Q code for, you know, yeah. That was incitement, but get baseball bats is, yeah. I mean, what are you going to do with those bats, Keith? Are you going to play ball or? He's going to ask somebody to shove one up his ass. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> well, that, what, hey, what he does in the privacy of his own home. Yes. Is all up to him. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was the perfect way to start 2023. Yeah. Let's just call for violence. This is very much like Maxine Waters and those where it's like, Hey, if you see them out and about, you get it in their face and you. Right. But no, that's not violent at all. No, <laughs> that is not. Well, you know, Antifa is just an idea. You know, you got to get these things straight. True. And there just was an idea. a comment, Bill Maher. I didn't watch this whole thing, although it could be interesting parts of it. Uh, Bill Maher had on. Uh, what's his name here? Um, Mark Cuban. And they were talking about a bunch of different stuff, including the difference between being woke and liberal, which I guess it's funny because now with this wokeness coming over the Democrat party with the people that would normally consider themselves Democrats and liberals, as we've talked about here, the woke are so radical that it's hilarious. This is the left eating their own because what they're starting to see people like bill maher are starting to see and understand is that if you won't go as far left as the woke mob wants you to then you must be conservative which Mm -hmm. which is hilarious sure 
You guys don't get it. Woke and liberal are two different things. They're very often the opposite of each other. Yeah. So don't lump and then be like anybody to the right of woke is a concern. No, people just want to live. Freedom should be a liberal thing. Look, we can have different attitudes, but just the idea of people getting classified as woke or non-work or conservative. We don't talk about ideas anymore. Of course, we don't talk about ideas anymore. Nobody actually talks about ideas because it's all about emotions and you'll be on my side or else. Yeah. And that doesn't lead to any meaningful dialogue. I like that Elon came out and just really, I mean, he has to have writers or he's really good at just triggering the people on the left because he came out out and was like, well, when it comes to, you know, all of this scientific stuff, whether it be climate change or COVID or any of that, he's like, we are going to follow the science. And of course, the left's like, yay. And then Elon's like, well, that means that all reasonable questioning is accepted. And that oh, left didn't like ooh, that. Right. On that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The left does not want you to be able to even reasonably question oh. anything that they say. It's like, I don't know. I haven't seen a blizzard. here. I mean, granted, you had the blizzard in New York, but we didn't have it here. Oh, and such bull- climate change is bullshit. Well, it's yeah, just plain bullshit. It's been years since we've had a really bad blizzard here in uh, Chirac, I should be pounding on wood, right? That's usually what you like knock on wood to make sure it doesn't happen. My mom, you know, tells the story around this time every year that my uncle was supposed to get married. I think it was in 1967, right about this time of year, January, some early January was supposed to get married and a blizzard came through that was so bad that the wedding never happened. Oh yeah. There's great pictures of that. I guess it got the whole from the like the um, the Dakotas right over to uh, to Chicago, and there's a bunch of fabulous pictures of guys standing next to the tops of foam utility poles in the snow. So yeah. that means how 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 high is your average foam pole? At least twenty feet, I would guess. Yeah, at, at least twenty foot snowfall. You know, okay. But all these idiots. They believe that history began the day they were born. There was never a blizzard until now. There was never a hurricane. There was never a tornado. It's all, it's all new. It never happened before. No fucked hard. No. Like it doesn't make sense just because we haven't seen it. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. And the history, the historical record shows that it has in fact happened. Of course. But we don't want to pay any attention to that. No. That makes zero sense. Get the green new deal. Make AOC happy. (laughs) Well, that's it. This is. The both parties are seemingly completely together in their desire to continue to spend money on programs that will do absolutely zero to protect the planet. And there are still people that are so stupid they don't understand. That is why they put the the meaning that they do on it. It's really hard to be like, well, we're just spending millions and trillions of dollars just to drive the country into the ground. You can't just say that people might actually wake up and figure it out, but you know, no, we have to do this in order to save the planet. And then you can't question the science that we're using in order to be able to save the planet. Mm. It is a, uh, it's one of those K 
catch 22s. It's one of those vicious circles that will never end. If people just don't, you know, get out of their shells and figure it out. They never will. Now I pulled out a clip here. This was sky news. This was their 2022. Oh boy. Overview. Is that chick we like? Or no, different guy. I mean, she was okay. probably off because this is what happens when. Yeah, right. They get the subbies in there. Yeah. I know it's horrible. The media, they're just like, yeah, we're going to take a month off. Yeah. And to be fair, there's very little going on when it comes to meaningful news. Mm. But this was a 2022 overview of just how well Sky News thought uh, Joe Biden did. Can we have a quick talk about Joe Biden and his increasingly distressing performance on the stump in 2022? Now, the folks over at the Federalist.com website have put together a compilation of the top 10 Biden gaffes, bloopers or downright fall aparts. They say proves the U.S. president is on the downhill sloped cognitive decline. Here are a few of them. And I wonder if you'll agree. Remember, Biden started out 2022 forgetting what year it was. There's a lot of reason to be hopeful in 2020, but for God's sake, please take advantage of what's available. He said those words on January 4th, 2022. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral. <laughs> I know. I love that one. That's the best. Repeat the line. <laughs> like, and he does. And he, then he doesn't real. I mean, because otherwise, if that was you or me, we'd be like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed yeah. to. You know, even that. You would question a little bit the cognitive ability, but you'd go, okay, I get it. He's just reading and didn't catch the little marker. Cause I'm assuming that, I mean, I don't know what they use on a teleprompter, but I would assume there's like, you know, either asterisks, there's something brackets around the stuff to say, you know, to show you like, this is what you should do, not what you should read. And I can, maybe he just missed those, but if you read it and then don't even realize that's bad. And or political or or maybe precise, not and or or political power. And quote, repeat the line. Well done, President Ron Burgundy. Then there was a time he claimed childhood oil slicks on his mother's car windscreen gave him cancer. The first frost, you know what was happening. It had to put on their windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And that was an interesting. I forgot about that one. I mean, because there's so yeah. many. Yeah. Nobody mm. ever calls them on this stuff. Like they never do. Like this. Has anybody said, hey, are you in remission, Joey? What's what's going on? How's your condition? Right. How is your health? <laughs> what, yeah. Where are the records of you having cancer? Mm. Eh, not important. Nah, it's Joey. He didn't have cancer. Then there was the time President Biden gave a shout out to a congresswoman who had died in a road accident just weeks earlier, but who he thought was still alive. I want to thank all of you here, for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I don't think she was was going to be here to help make this a reality. You know, oh, yeah, she was going to be here. And it, be here, but she's dead. Yeah. And if we, I think we even had the clip here, it was everywhere. 
the White House spokes hole. No, no, she was just at front of mind. mind. Right. Top Top of of mind, mind. front of mind, whatever it was. But no, he's like, I thought she was going to be here. It's like, no, no, that's not front of mind or top of mind, Joey. No. Any lie, any lie that he tells or they tell will be accepted by their adoring flock. It's just that simple. Yes, it would be rude to question. I see dead people. See, I like that. Just from the guy from the, (laughs) like Sky News. I mean, okay, you guys have some good comedy writing. Oh, here we are. Yes. But of course, Joe Biden has a message for all his skeptics. Watch me. If you think I don't have the energy level or the mental acuity, then, then you know, that's one thing. That's one thing. Yeah, no, that's yeah, two Mr. things. President, we're watching, all right. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. We're watching. It'll be another year. Yeah. And it's interesting to watch him go back and forth. And I get why it's hard as a sitting president to be like, nope, not going to run again because the whole lame duck thing coming in, Mm. but we know his party doesn't want him to run. I don't know what happens if he decides he wants to run and the party doesn't want him to, do they primary against? I mean, I don't know even, can you do that with the sitting president? I'm guessing you can. Uh, He'll, he'll do what he's told to do as he always has. Then he should just fade away into the night He'll get to work in his presidential library. They all said George W. Bush was a gaff machine. This guy. Oh, not even close. I know. George Bush was folksy and occasionally said, you know, kind of funny things. This is, I don't even know what planet I'm on. Yeah. (laughs) It's right. And the priest, the president of the United States. How does that happen? Uh, one vote from dead, another dead guy at a time. That's how that happens. Yeah. One at a time. Now we've got, obviously we had to follow up here uh, early January. Now, uh, to see what Scott and Tina are up to Scott and Tina. Yeah. We kind of, we missed a little bit of their, actually they weren't too active over the holidays. So we really didn't miss much, but it's good. I figured we should start off with, with them bringing back, you know, tradition by this time. Yeah, well, everybody wants to know, and they like the attitude. Yeah. Yes. It's very much like the uh, then the Lutfa campaign. Yeah. Well, you know, I sent you a, a third clip in a separate um, email uh, before you get to Scott and, uh, and Tina. And since we were whomping on Joey, um, this chick, I don't know if, you've, if you saw that one, but this yeah, chick uh, go, goes off on him for his, if you recall back when he was... Uh, when he was putting on his Vax Nazi jacket and he was telling us, I'll pass on this very thin with that uh, Klaus Schwab accent. Um, <clears throat> she, she took this chick. I don't know who she is. It was somebody interviewing, but I, but I saw this and I said, you know, this, it's, it's worth reaching back uh, 18 months to, uh, to, to play this. Let's, let's, let's continue the, the Joey thing. So talking about my patience is wearing thin. Who the f*** is talking to? As long as your patients don't get as thin as that hairline, I think we'll be all right. I am not your child. You what? And I'm showing up, ain't your bitch. You're talking about your patience is wearing thin. These people have lost. They acting like they, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Like they paying your bills and you down. You got to watch. You fool. I, I saw that little clip. I said, oh, he's crazy. He, he really think he, he, he really think I'm his hoe. My patience is wearing thin. I need you to get out on that boulevard and bring me my money. You ain't my pimp. What the hell is wrong with you? 
but our patience is wearing thin. You bald hip. See, see. <laughs> I remember her. <laughs> she was great. <laughs> well, this is this is the sad thing is that this concept has still not left the brains of the people on the left. It was moron Sean Penn who the oh, other day yeah. was saying yeah. like people should be put in jail if they haven't taken a vaccine yet. Wasn't that, I, I, you know, and I checked that, that was kind of a fresh clip. I thought yes. maybe they dredged that up from a year ago. He's a fucking imbecile. Uh-huh. It's like, talk about not reading the room and not reading the data yeah. and not understanding. Yes. What is going on? He's also a cheap bastard. That I believe. Yeah. Some years ago, um, <clears throat> I was, uh, getting breakfast uh, before heading into my office, which was on Wilshire Boulevard. And there was a, like a luncheonette coffee shop thing. And I'm sitting there and, uh, you know, I order my, my bacon and eggs, whatever. And about three stools down this lunch counter is Sean fucking Penn. And so he has almost the identical meal that I did, you know, and then I continue reading my newspaper, whatever. And then the tab was, I don't know, let's say 10 bucks. Right. So I, 12 down because I always tip 20% less this, the service is horrific. And at the self, exact same time, his tab comes and I look at him and he digs in his pants pocket and he like, he, like a croupier, he, he flips out with his thumb change, maybe you know, <laughs> 76 cents or something. And I thought this asshole, he probably had just pocketed, I don't know, maybe 5 million off his latest picture. And that's what he, that's how he tipped for, for the same tab. Now, that's just sad. Which is why some people have that reputation. And there's others that, like we talked about Shaq, great tippers. Yeah. It's like, it's one thing, like you said, if you got bad service, it's another thing. I mean, why are you even carrying around change in this day and age? Well, this is, this is many years ago. But still, it's like, it was like, <laughs> holy shit, man. <laughs> You're like, you see, it's a whole new side, how the other half lives. Yeah. It's like, that is just a lack of respect. And again, now he would want to put that person in jail if they had not been vaccinated yes. before bringing him his pancakes. Exactly. Yeah. Now, do we, any setup on the Tina clip? Um, Tina, just, you know, Tina's Tina. You got to <laughs> love her. And I thought, you know, it's, it's not a, it, it'd be, it would be a sin to begin the new year without a, hearing from Tina and Scott. So there she is. Happy Christmas Eve, everybody. Well, she got through that without swearing. Well, hold on. <laughs> not so fast there, Darren. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me re-rack. Happy yeah. Christmas Eve, everybody. I want everybody to have a happy, warm, joyous holiday with your family with your friends a healthy holiday been battling bronchitis it's all good <clears throat> over a week now and big announcements coming in january so everybody snap out of this fucking joe biden depression <laughs> the holiday depression joe biden's got everybody in and just be happy and healthy and safe and warm stay warm merry christmas everybody love you the Joe I was Biden. a little, so she did say, bring it in, you know, fuck Joe Biden. And, but I was a little disappointed. She didn't, she didn't uh, sign off with fuck out of here, but it is, she was wishing Merry Christmas. So we'll cut her some slack for that. Yeah. You get a holiday exception on that one. Yeah. Exemption. Yeah. But I'm now I gotta, I gotta check with her every day. I want to know what the January announcement is. What do you think that's going to be? 
I don't know. Is she running for something again? Uh, I don't know. Because that's the beautiful thing in the house. This happens like every two years. So it's like you're always on a new cycle of mm. if you can constantly be running or you're coming up with some, you know, what if it was if it was Donald Trump, she could be coming out with some uh, Tina NFTs that. Uh, yeah. You never know. You don't know. And then I'm sure you saw the uh, the flap uh, that we missed with the uh, the Greta Thunberg, Andrew Tate. Yeah, I uh, saw just the headlines. Fun. What was that all about um there were three tweets and it was it's really funny to watch i mean i don't know i mean i don't know a hell of a lot about either one of them because they just don't interest me he's some kind of mma MMA guy who claims to be like have mark cuban's wealth or something which i find kind of hard to believe um and then you know we all know who she is or was she's kind of like she's right hasn't she been she's been sidelined for some there's some they get some hot babe like some Really good-looking blonde who's now the voice of climate change, and Greta's been relegated to the dustbin. Which, really, but, if you want people to pay attention to your message, that's the way to do it. Yeah, absolutely, and it always will. So, anyway, I guess I, I don't know who started it, but it was only an exchange of three or four tweets, and 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 Tate's, of course, was something like, "I own thirty-three cars, and my my uh, Bugatti Veyron will you know go a million miles an hour and and." pollute the sky and whatever the fuck and, and something like that and then she she went back and i thought how and she goes back with something like i i got your message uh you can reach me at something like your i forget what the beginning was but the the end of the url was at smalldickman.com <laughs> i'm thinking what what the fuck you know greta's <laughs> really, grown up and so, you know, but everybody's like applauding this and saying, oh, he got owned. You know, she, Greta owns him. Don't mess with a teenager in the Internet, you know. And then he came back with something that was equally blamed, like, well, thanks for confirming that you have a small penis, <laughs> which I thought wasn't bad. But uh, this is what occupies the headlines. You know, a, a couple of a couple of really, really worthless people. I mean, I, I give a fuck about either one of them. Yeah. Um, but that's that that was like that was like top top line internet scuttlebutt for days well that is all social media is about like this person got owned and then you go and yeah. you try to look at what happened you're like i don't see that yeah or, but the much bigger story was this fucking congress asshole santos who who is not black is not jewish didn't go to the colleges he said never worked at the the, uh, the companies he said the guy's a fucking fraud in every regard and like eh, the only thing that covered it was like tulsi subbing for tucker well, it doesn't, you know, who cares? We expect everybody to lie nonstop. Now. It's incredible. It's just incredible. The shit people get away with. There is no honor in anything. They're well, not in politics. There is certainly no journalisming to cover it, which I think people really don't understand a lot. Don't that the media has been historically a very important part of the american experience because the media when doing their job was able to hold politicians feet to the fire and to expose things that are bad and then drive them out of office now we're at a time and i don't know i don't believe this has ever happened before where you have the mainstream media in lockstep with a political party and a political ideology, in this case, the far liberal ideology, 
that are working together. And then, of course, anybody that comes out with the what I believe is more truthful, you know, the Rush Limbaugh's of the world. You saw what happened to him when he was alive. The Glenn Beck's, the Bill O'Reilly's, the Sean Hannity's all under Tucker Carlson, all under constant attack, you know, quite often by groups like Media Matters who go after the money who go after anybody that dares advertise, which was kind of interesting to see the Twitter thing resolve with, Oh no, Elon Musk took over. We're going to all pull our advertising. And then Elon's like, well, if you do that, I'm going to start exposing you. And then Disney was like, Hey, we're back in. <laughs> and I think that was the first one. And I'm guessing other people have come in. Cause I haven't really seen it be covered since then. But when you don't have a, fair and journalism group of people actually doing their job, then the politics gets to run away. This is really an important part of the system was to have a third party out there of people that were covering truthfully what was going on. And back in the day, I think you saw a lot more of, Hey, this big bill is filled with pork and it's wasteful and blah, blah, blah. And that was one of the reasons why things kind of stayed in check. But if you have a media that's like, oh, another $44 trillion, that's great. Then it's a problem. And I don't see that changing, especially now that most people don't get their news from news. I mean, way more people get their news from the, well, social media. Now, I don't, I was going to say it kind of went from the real newscast to the, John Stewart's and the late night comedian kind of things. But I think they're dead now too, when it comes to Good. what it is, <laughs> you know, the, as far as the amount of people watching and paying attention, but now it's come down to people are getting their news on TikTok and Twitter. And it's like, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Cause you're not going to understand what's really going on. And you're going to be very easily swayed into things. It's because there is no, good journalists that are really out there anymore. It's not, you know, I think a part of it is just because it became very hard to make money being, you know, the journalist being nobody wants the, the truth. Everybody wants to have their beliefs. Well, everybody, Oprah said they have their own truth. Yeah. Their own truth, which everybody should actually make their own news up. Just get up in the morning. (laughs) There should be a, a website, you know, a blog and you can, just plug in there and say, okay, today's news is this. I said that, uh, you know, Ukraine was just nuked. Boom. We'll you know, <laughs> see if that catches fire. Well, this was you know, whatever what, the fuck it is, because it doesn't matter. I mean, it's become the, the this, this nation and this world, I guess, is now just a, a enveloped in a, in a, a, a cloak of the tower of Babel. It's just yes. endless yammering idiots lies. It's, it's pointless. It'll never, that genie's out of the bottle. It's never coming back in. Truth is fucking dead. It just is. Well, I mean, it's not dead, but it's, it's, it's being buried in bullshit. Yes. Well, and this is what you have with the news feeds on the social media is they learn what you believe and what you respond positively to. Mm-hmm. And that's what they feed you. Yeah. So everybody has a different news feed. It's hilarious. It's like, you know, the liberals wake up in the morning and they're reading everything. Oh, Trump's going to jail. It's finally happening. Yay. Mm-hmm. And the conservatives wake up in the morning and get, ha ha, the liberals are morons. Trump never did anything. And that's what is 
really adding to the separation, I believe, amongst people is that everybody wants their confirmation bias. They want to be told that they're right. And anything other than that, they just tune out on, which makes it very hard to to have a rational, reasonable debate on anything. Well, Twitter has definitely changed their algos because yes. um, until until Musk took over, no matter how many times I blocked and or muted commie assholes, I would see their shit. Blocking meant nothing, not a fucking thing. In fact, I think there was a deliberate, like to block someone meant they were going to serve you that shit more often. They were omnipresent on my feed. Finally, now blocks work. If I, if I block something, someone, they're gone. So Elon finally fixed something with Twitter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It makes sense because he wants the discourse. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you ran the thing that people are using to have the conversation, of course, you're like, wait, the conversation's important. How could you, the previous people that were running Twitter, you're shutting down the conversation. And the only reason for your site to exist is for people to converse. Right. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Now, what is Scott up to this week? Uh, let's see. What is Scott? Scott is just doing, Scott's being Scott. Scott has a, uh, he's a, he's got a movie coming out, um, which he did a trailer for it, which is on his website, which looks kind of interesting. It's called uh, Relentless Patriot, but that's not what this is about. It's, Scott is just being Scott. And, and uh, I think he'll, he, again, the guy's a, he's a, he's a multi-talented character. He's a terrific artist. He does, uh, he sings a little. And I think in a past clip we saw him with his ventriloquist dummy. Right, he brought he brought that into this one as well. And uh, he's just got some uh, some good points to to raise that I think people will enjoy. It's learning time. It's learning time. It's learning time with Uncle Scotty. That's right, folks. Listen, I'm sorry that I'm recycling this lesson, but it's my favorite one. Shall we? This here is a donkey, also known as an ass. This is a divot, also known as a hole asshole now boys and girls what exactly is an asshole anybody that thinks that this fucking president is doing a great job that's an asshole anybody that thinks that the border is secure boys and girls that is an asshole if you think that a six-year-old should be able to change their gender that's a fucking asshole and if you think that violent criminals should go right back on the street in a half an hour to kill and maim again you might be a fucking asshole. Oh, my God, Uncle Scotty, you are a genius. You're the best teacher I ever had. Thank you, Charlie, you crazy knucklehead. You. Let's go look for Jenny McJones. <laughs> that was the, the <laughs> voice at the end was the, the ventrilo- ventriloquist dummy, which he wielded rather well, I might say. Now, what Thank you, all- Uncle Scotty. Huh? All he needs to do is level the audio. Somebody send him a good microphone. Tell him to put oh, some... Yeah, what he needs is a love because he's, yes. he's using an on-camera mic and he's a very apt, active guy. So he turns around, he points to the painting of the, the jackass and the hole and the asshole and he kind of loses. Uh, I tried to level some of that out, but it's it's just so, it's such a fucking mess. It'd take me yeah, he's, two hours. He's of, animated. We can. Very animated. <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Animated yeah. is entertaining. And that is the kind of talk people should get. It's very plain. The, yes, the left yes. wants to make everything complicated, complicated. And I think I think that ridicule and abuse is is needs to be amped up because it's not he's so right in that it's not like, oh, you have a difference of opinion. You think Joey's doing a good job. You just have a different. No, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. And just keep pounding. You're an asshole. 
and maybe it's at, at, at the very, at, at, you'll, you'll never change their minds, but it may, maybe if you just keep pounding it so much, they'll just shut the fuck up. Well, things don't have to be that complicated. I mean, it no. should be simplified. Everything should be simplified from the laws that are being put into effect. The fact that you need to hire a professional, most people do, in order to have your taxes done right, right, is insane. Most people have no idea how to interpret the legal code. With all these new laws, especially right. you know around this time of year, you always see a bunch of stories that are like, hey, the 500 new laws going into effect in your state. And it's like, what? What? What do we need all these new laws for? What are they? And none of them are very, you know, that's not the Ten Commandments here. There is no thou shalt not kill. Right. They break that down into like 35,000 words. Of course. Of course. It's the fact be- that these bills run 4,000 pages and so forth. I mean, you know, you know, so truth is in simplicity. And as soon as something is embroidered and embellished, that's when the bullshit coding goes on. It's well, so it's always. Hey, you always have to have that. Nice cherry flavored bullshit coating. Yes. Yes. And speaking of new laws in Chicago, well, there's in, in the raft of them been passed here in, uh, in California from Cap- Captain Hair Gel Newsom. And probably the most egregious of them all is now any doctor who uh, doesn't toe the Pfizer party line um, can have his, uh, his license lifted. So now doctors. What? Yes. Yes. If any doctor who is who is found to be to be um, spreading misinformation. So and that can be something. Dr. Uh, Drew, who's no dope, was like rabid about this, as he should be. And he explained it very, very concisely. Basically, it's like if if you if you go to your doctor's office and say, should I get the should I get the vax? Um, he has to say, um, well, experts say yes. And if he says, but in your case. You know, considering you have whatever the fuck you've got, pick your syndrome or ailment, you might want to think twice. Eh, That's enough. Goodbye. Goodbye license. So, you know, Gavin Newsom needs to be pitched into a fucking tank of burning oil. He's another one that believes the science is settled and he knows the only right answer. He is a piece of shit. It is amazing that people keep putting these folks into office same here in illinois with pritzker yeah. he's really not well he's just a fatter newsome that's kind of the difference and richer yeah well, this is true yeah which again i don't know why if you have that much money why would you even want to deal with politics power because what do you get you know if, if you've got all the money in the world what and then what when i get i want to tell people what to do that is true that is true and i found a guy and i pull this and i edited it down a little bit i got it down to two and a half minutes which I thought this was the best rant that I found anytime recently. It's so much so that I actually took the guy's name down. Cause normally I pull clips and you're like, who is that? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Funny guy on YouTube. Yeah. This guy on YouTube is named Gary King jr. He is a young black guy. And this was his take on the Brittany Griner thing. And I have to say, I give him points on delivery. I give him points on humor. He is really bringing everything that we could hope for in a rant, I believe, into play. If you need it, pause it anytime, just holler out. But yeah, this is on the Brittany Griner in jail in Russia and then Mm -hmm. the impend or the uh, afterwards having the the swap done, the trade done. 
Right. We got a bad trade. That's right. Let me fill you in. Miss Griner herself went to Russia, had that pen in her pocket of medicinal use. They said, we don't do that and put that caboose right behind the bars. And what does that mean? She broke the law. She fucked up. She is in a facility of a foreign affair that we don't know about. And if anybody is as smart as I am, you have watched a show called Locked Up Abroad. When people are smuggling in butt stuff, when they smuggling in that sugar booger or when they're smuggling in any type of drugs or narcotics, what happens to them? That's right. You get put in the booty house. Nobody feels bad for you. You broke the law. Nine-tenths of the law is possession, and you were in ten-tenths of the law at that time, which means you had that thing on you, which means you got put in a penitentiary known as Mother Russia. We about to disrespect Miss Griner respectfully. Miss Griner, you broke the fucking law, and what happens when you break the fucking law? You get a penalty, and the penalty is whatever they decide you should do and what they decided to do is put you in the penitentiary or the booty house and have you coach their goddamn basketball team for free why because you broke the law and since you wanted to be a whiny little girl and not abide by the law this is what you got you got i think you got six months which is fair which is a slap on the wrist i know people with child support stop I think the sentence was originally 10 years. All she served was six or seven months. Right. Correct. Okay. All right. Yeah, she got out early because, you know, they made a trade. I, I never right. heard it called the booty house. I thought that was. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess there's, that makes some sense. Yeah. And, and I like the we're going to disrespect Brittany Griner now respectfully. <laughs> what do you call the other? Sugar booger? Sugar booger? Sugar sugar. Yeah. Is that Coke? Booger sugar? I don't no. I don't know. I like He's it. all over He's the place. He's very poetic, this guy. Yes. And it's like all just straight off, firing off. It's like, this is yeah. good. This is good stuff. Yeah. Tickets overdue fix the tickets that got way longer than you up in Twin Towers and Twin Towers ain't a fun sight to look at if you ever been close to downtown Los Angeles it smells like pee vomit and the backseat of a 1979 Yugo. Is that true about uh, Los Angeles? It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. seen a 1979 Yugo, but I could imagine whatever that smells like, that's what downtown smells like. So good for you. You got out. But America, this isn't about Brittany Griner. You did what you did. This is worse. This is the worstest trade in the world than when I traded my one Charizard for 32 holographic Machamps. This is worse than Stop. when a kid. What the fuck was he talking about? It's Pokemon you know? lingo. So he's talking about trading oh, Pokemon okay. cards. Oh, I don't know from Pokemon. Which Pokemon. I thought was also great because I would not expect this from no. a, a guy like this. And uh, DigiGuru says booger sugar is cocaine. Okay. So thank you, DigiGuru. Thank you. Gets a blue eyes white dragon and they give him a dark magician girl. This is worse than when you go to the five dollar bin at Walmart and you got two dollars and they give you all the movies for free. I don't want to watch none of that shit. I don't want to hear about none of your bullshit trades. All I'm saying is America, you gave them a top notch criminal, an arms dealer, the death. I don't even know his nickname. I'm gonna fill it in here somewhere. Y'all gave him a top notch criminal for a basketball player who ain't even averaging 25 points a game. <laughs> and he went on and on but i tell yeah. you this guy knows how to rant he's a good he's a champion ranter there's no question he's got yeah, a little and, you know part. he's right i mean he said she as you said as everybody said she she committed a crime in russia and joey repeatedly said she was unjustly imprisoned yes. yeah it's really that was. Well, you know qualify that statement joey but of course he never did because he's joey he's joey
Well, that's because they Shall don't we? want the criminals to do time here for any of the stuff. Right. Right. You know, unjustfully detained. It's like, but no, she actually broke the law. So that's not yeah. unjustfully detained. I mean, you can make the case that what she did deserved a slap on the wrist and that the laws in Mother Russia are a little draconian. You can make that case. But the reality is when in Rome, baby. Yeah. If you're going into a different country, I mean, I remember going to Ireland 10 years ago or so. I think it was 2009 when there were still laws on the books. Like if you disrespected the Pope or something, you could be put in jail. You know, these kind of things, you have to know the local laws. Yeah. If you're going there and he mentioned a show, I never even knew there was a show locked up abroad, but I'm assuming. I never heard of that either, but I have seen Midnight Express, and that's a convincer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there it is. You got to know the laws (laughs) of the country you go into, and it's always, you know, interesting. There was some of the stuff when they went to the World Cup was in what, Qatar, where some women were out in very skimpily clad uh, outfits, which didn't Mm. really go with the local customs and laws. It's like, if you're going into a foreign land, it's up to you to know the law and to abide by the law. You don't get to go, Hey, well, I'm an American. I smoke pot at home. So I'm bringing it here. It's like, well, if the penalty in the foreign country is if you're caught with pot, they're going to put you to death or put you in jail. Then you probably don't want to do the crime, but this is the concept now with the everything. Yeah. Nobody, nobody should be held responsible for anything. You can shoplift speech. Yes. Well, hate speech is very, well, the hate speech is only important if it's being used against somebody on the left. If it's a leftist spewing hate speech about Keith, Keith and his baseball bat. That's okay. Correct. Now, if it's Donald Trump breathing the wrong way, Mm -hmm. then they should definitely be put into jail. Yeah. No, I I did. What did you think of Medvedev's predictions for uh, 2023? What was I don't I don't think I saw. Oh, it. the boys went over that, and uh, I think it was yesterday's show. Um, he he did like a multi-part was it a Twitter thing? Yeah, I guess. Um, you know, like a, a sequential thing of all his predictions for twenty twenty three, and it was fucking wild, man. He's, he must be smart. I guess Brittany was bringing him whatever she was smoking, which could be. Yeah, because it was it was it was wild, man. That there, he thought there would be because uh, he's a dude who was kind of played musical chairs with Putin for running Russia for a few years, if you recall. And uh, he said that uh, there's going to be a civil war in the United States, that uh, California and, and Illinois are going to you know, uh, secede from the rest. And just a whole bunch of pretty wild stuff it was very entertaining. Yeah. Well, that's what it all is at this point is entertaining yeah. because none of it's going to happen. No. The concept of how our nation works still seems to be so far beyond what people understand. They don't get the federalist system no they don't get what it takes to change the constitution and what has to be done you know legally i mean i get it you're like well let's just get rid of all that well no you can't well you know basically you've got a couple of generations now who have been raised by cape movies ah yeah this is true that's what it is and that is their understanding of this that's the prism through which they see the entire world and so 
when the big, when the superhero, the God man, whoever the fuck that is, Superman, Batman, whoever Thanos is, I've never seen this asshole, whatever movie he's from, but he seems to be very popular now. That's, that's, they like that. Okay. Suddenly the big, the big centralized power is going to come in and fix everything. So of course they want to suck the UN's dick. Of course they do. And of course they want federal cops. Of course they want states abolished, one central power, because in their little pea brains, that's the way Hollywood told them the world is supposed to work. Well, yeah, because if you have somebody that's in charge, they'll make everything better. Yes. Just Big like, daddy, daddy or mommy, whatever. I love the story of the couple that had to stop like six times to charge their electric vehicle to make it like a hundred miles because it was so cold <laughs> that it just wasn't keeping a charge. It's like, yeah, this is again, the stuff that nobody yeah. wants to talk about. They don't want to talk about it. No, no but electric cars work great. If it's warm all year round. Yeah. Which I mean, then they're also against global warming. So if you really want electric cars, you probably mm-hmm. want global warming. Yes. Because when it gets to the temperatures that it was, here in chicago and elsewhere yeah i mean it was literally i mean i was kind of surprised the gasoline powered vehicles were firing up but yeah the electric vehicles not so much no and then to try to generate heat you know for the people in the cars not to die it was horrible with what happened in buffalo the multiple stories of people that you know were very close to home who died yes and a lot of it i think is just not understanding basic things that everybody should understand the one woman passed away and they're like we think that it was carbon monoxide not freezing to death because she got stuck in her car Mm. and i guess didn't know that you know it's great to run your car for heat but you have to make sure your exhaust the pipes aren't uh, covered up by snow sure but i don't know if, if people even realize this no no i mean it was so clear if you remember a couple years ago um, there was a either a power failure or some big cold snap set in down where Adam lives. And he said some of his neighbors were just drop jawed when he said, look, you can get some heat in your kitchen here. Let's turn on your gas stove that'll light with a match. It doesn't need, doesn't need an electric uh, starter. And right. they were like, it, was, it was like he was showing them, you know, cavemen fire for the first time. Yes. It's like you still have gas. Yeah, yeah. but it won't light. Yeah. Do you have a match? Yeah. What? I don't get it. It's dangerous. We don't use matches. It's dangerous. It's Uh dangerous that. Yeah. And that's the same thing here. That's how we got here. (laughs) Then people die because they don't understand that. Okay. I'm in my car. I'm running it to get a little bit of heat so I don't freeze to death, but I don't get out to clear the tailpipe in order that the uh, carbon monoxide doesn't come into the vehicle. I would say, Darren, that if you said to the average motorist, describe in a paragraph how this thing works. And you don't have to be very technical. Just give us the, the, the very most basic you know, idea of, of how this, what makes this thing go. I would bet that fewer than 10% could tell you. They would have no idea. And that is a detriment to their life. Yes. Because all they were taught in school was their pronouns are this. Yes. You know, it's, uh, it's insanity, but it is a, it's a great distraction theory. You know, let's, let's teach the kids all about LGBTQ. Let's teach them all this stuff about racism. uh, And then 
we're not going to teach them that maybe you don't want to run your car if your exhaust pipes are covered up. Okay, that was weird. <laughs> was it something I said? Yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, it's like everything uh, crashed. It looks like my oh, connection no. crashed because the. Oh, uh, dear. It looks like the troll room dropped for a minute. That's on another machine. So I'm assuming it was a. Uh, I'm assuming it was a Comcast failure. Mm. We need to remind everybody that this is indeed a value for value podcast, with which means we put the podcast out there. There is no paywall in front of them i mean comcast will try to turn us off every now and then but yeah. you get to listen to the shows you get to enjoy them we hope you get some value out of them and if you do get some value then you get some value back to us by going to planet show slash donate i mean it was funny because the stream crashing here and the internet crashing i was having problems with wordpress earlier i was trying to edit a file on our website and that didn't want to work. So it's a weird day of glitches. It could be. It could be the NSA, Larry. You're right. Could be. But they, these people, as, as far as value for think of the think of the money you fork over monthly to Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime and HBO and Showtime and all these things. And, you know, if you're like me, I, I mean, I don't have I only have what I have Netflix and Amazon, but there's never anything on. It's like click, 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 click. Okay, fuck it. Let's play Scrabble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that's it. And here we are. You love us. So, and we bring you new content. We bring you yes. points of view you won't hear anywhere else. And that's why when I wasn't feeling good, I was just watching reruns of Seinfeld. And then I went back to Two and a Half Men, which is another show they could what not about, make now. What about One Tree Hill? They were still finishing that. We got like 14 <laughs> episodes of that. And then that one will be put to bed they kind of jumped the shark at about the seventh season there oh, but i appreciate it. it's it's a an interesting show because as you said everything today this does come back exactly to what you were just saying about having that superhero mentality yeah having the you know just bigger than life or these you have answers that are easy no the right television shows that i like in the movies which i think is one of the reasons i like a lot of kevin smith stuff is that they come down to very simple things which are characters interacting and talking to each other and that's one thing one tree hill actually did fairly well i mean there was no superhero you know it's none of these which is why you can't find it on television now i'm like what is the what is the the same kind of a show today it doesn't exist. And One Tree Hill also goes back just enough. I think it ended in like 2012 to where the main characters are all pretty much straight white people who are friends. You can't yeah. have that anymore. You have to have a diverse cast. No, we need at least 14 different gay people on the show. No, we need three trans people. No, you, you were just allowed to tell the stories. And they went in a lot of weird different directions from the horror vein, from people getting murdered so this wasn't just like a this wasn't the vanilla dawson's creek kind of a thing this kind of got a little more intricate and it was always interesting to see by the seventh or eighth season it was like well no obviously this is going to happen and then it did yeah which either means i should be a hollywood writer or the show was way too easy to figure out but this show is never easy to figure out never you never know where we're going and we have a few people to thank for today's show including first and foremost our buddy up in cheeseheadland 
Uh, Brian Janak. Brian. Merry he, Christmas and Happy New Year, Brian. Thank yes. He, he's, he was confusing me because he sent in $64. Mm-hmm. And he sent it in to the link from the Grumpy Old Ben's website. <laughs> he said, I finally got a link to work. This is for Planet Rage. But of course, it comes into <laughs> PayPal as for Grumpy Old Ben's. I'm like, now I got to do some editing when the spreadsheet comes out and have to figure out why the link from Planet Rage isn't working. We'll we'll figure that out if there's some kind of issue with that. And he also says, I didn't realize that I hadn't been supporting the show. That's also not true, Brian, because he's been coming in with $10 a month over on Patreon, which was also coming into the Grumpy Old Bands, but he upped it from 10 to 20 and said, split it with Planet Rage. So he's just making me do a lot of accounting work on this end, but I appreciate it. But you have indeed been supporting the show that way. He says, Ray John. And then he's like, also, I'm glad you two are back. But then that's a comment for grumpy old Ben's when he sent the comment. So you get the comment. I know Ryan Bamrose is listening. You get the comment in this case, but Larry gets the money. It's a fabulous Ryan Bamrose. <laughs> oh, don't feed his ego. He does not oh, need that. Listen. Listen, he's up there in the rainy country, surrounded by commies, as I am down here. We need all the uh, the backslapping we can get. Okay? This is true. There. This is yeah. true. You don't want to be in the middle of commie land. And it has yes. been right. He also has been getting snow, which is fun. Oh, in that. Oh. You don't have that problem. No, no. Of course, the snow would wipe that scent of urine away downtown L.A. So <laughs> it'd be like a big Fire old, and brimstone would be better. That's true. Something that disinfecting. True. Yeah. The snow could be a lot like just having one of those things you drop into the urinal. It could clean everything. Exactly. Yeah. One of those discs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Coming in yeah. at $20, his monthly donation, Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley. Sir Sean, thank you. Very much appreciate it. Our buddy Chutakuki coming in with $10 via check. I love the via check people. Thank you. And he is always kooky. Yes. And now that we know he had a failed cookie business, we're just wondering why he doesn't send us cookies. <laughs> just curious it's the christmas time you'd have a nice little christmas cookie our buddy Stu coats also from the wonderful land of the uk mm-hmm. coming in with his 666 totally not satanic donation yes kevin seifert coming in with his five dollar a month thank our, you Stu, and thank you kevin yes and nice our buddy, for the new year these guys are great i know and our buddy sir truck driver coming in five bucks for uh, his monthly donation there and he's making it easier on me because he used to come in combined now we split them up between all the different shows thank you sir truck driver it's all the beauty of doing accounting and of course a show wouldn't be a show without a boostagram from csb uh, i don't know what fifteen thousand and thirty three sats is worth today but it's worth something it's worth something we hope and he's really been getting into it with uh with Adam and John over this AI stuff, huh? He gets to do it with everybody. <laughs> CSB is very literal. He's like, oh, you were complaining. you complaining about your art on Planet Rage. I'm like, no, but it's just to be funny. I don't mind when my art doesn't get chosen for no agenda. It's like a lot of the stuff we do is just for comic effect. And our buddy CSB is very, very literal. So sometimes you just have to explain. No, no, I just meant that to be funny, not to be mean. Different things. I mean, sometimes funny and mean go together. Yes. But he says, dear lead-lined Larry and deadly Darren. 
Lead line, Darren, lead line, Larry, and deadly. I like that. It's very alliterative. I'm trying to figure out how lead line works. Like, uh, so Superman can't x-ray me or maybe that. All right. And deadly Darren. Well, you know, well, you are deadly. So please explain CSB. Please compliment your festive fury with cartoons designed to delight at www.csb.lol. Then with a belly full of cheer, keep tabs on the latest news about AI by popping AI.cooking into your browser or podcast app served up majestically magnificent micro publican guiff. Yeah, that sounded so guiffy. It's not even funny. Yeah. You can tell guiffs right in Griff all over it. Uh-huh. Yeah, no question. Yeah. My dudes, stay dangerous. Yo, CSB. And we appreciate CSB for his support and for we do. his very literal take on the universe. If you want to take part in all of this fun, if you want to support the show, if you like the content you're getting, then go over to planetrage.show slash donate all of the information is there. And if you don't know what it means to boost or boostagram, just go over to newpodcastapps.com, download one of those apps, and you'll figure it out. It takes a little yeah. bit. We still got to get the uh, that Larry show onto the streaming Satoshi. I know. I've been so remiss in that. God. Yeah. It's okay. It's still a, <laughs> it's still a fringe thing, but it's taken on a life of its own. Yeah. I think it'll get there. I think a lot of people had a big sigh of relief. The other change that just came here at the end of the year was the federal government going, mm, yeah, that $600 requirement that the bar, the, you know, the minimum, whatever you call it in order to get tax forms for things like PayPal, they decided to like up that again to like 10,000 this year, rather than 600 bucks, Yeah, which means everybody that's been taking money, a lot of podcasters out there just went, damn, I can screw the IRS because I'm not going to get a, I'm not going to get a tax form, but I do. So unfortunately I'm over the, uh, the amount of, of no return, Yeah, but you should pay your taxes anyway, just because you don't get the tax form doesn't mean you're not responsible for the taxes. A lot of yeah. people in America, you just like you say, they don't know how their cars run. Mm-hmm. They also don't understand that. They'll be like, no. I didn't get a tax form. Yeah, but did you make right. this money? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, also, there's, there's a few people you want good in your life. You know, one would be a doctor. The other would yes. be a money guy an and, sure. and a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Need them. If you don't have that, you're going to get screwed. That's the kind of information you get from us here at Planet Rage that you will get almost nowhere else sage advice any day where you don't have to talk to a cop a doctor or a lawyer is a good day <laughs> yes exactly you do you know what's coming up on that larry show this week i don't it'll I don't. be a complete surprise as will then complete the surprise. random thoughts podcast which i'm guessing will be mainly just about the holidays nice little wrap up maybe a little bit about the whole you know afib thing because that's been so much fun mm. I'll definitely mention my uh, brother-in-law. I mean, there are some family members that just share a little bit too much. Uh oh. <laughs> and he was talking about when they went to a wedding in Nebraska. We may, I may have mentioned this because I thought one, when it happened, it was a really weird thing because it was just for some friends of theirs that the kid got married in Nebraska and nobody lives in Nebraska. 
this wasn't like the bride or groom was from Nebraska and the other one was from this area here in Chirac. What? Right. Nobody was from Nebraska, but they had the wedding there. Yes. And people went, which would be a surprise to me because I would just, I would opt out. Why? Why? Why did they do that? I don't know. I mean, I think they liked the venue or something. It's like, I mean, I get a destination wedding if it's like someplace nice. I mean, I'm sure there are places. Okay. For everybody in Nebraska, I'm sure there's some parts of Nebraska that are nice, but I didn't really understand the, a bunch of people that are from the Chicago area are like, Hey, family and friends, we're getting married in Nebraska. You want to go to the wedding? I'd be like, no. I once went to a wedding in Nebraska and just connecting there via airplane. It took like 16 hours to get there. I could have flown to Murmansk quicker. It was insane. You had to go to Denver. Then here it was like nine connections to get into <laughs> Nebraska. And it was in the winter and I got off the plane and I thought, holy shit, I'm in a time warp. This must be the Russian steppes <laughs> because it was just, it was just tundra with, with, with snow blowing across flat, flat ground as far as the eye can see. I thought, oh man, I'm so glad I don't live here. It was, it was dreadful. And then the, and then the wedding got going. Very nice people, good friends, nice thing. But about, oh, I'm going to say maybe, the, the, you know how receptions take a little while to heat up. People have to get oiled, get some drinks, and then the band gets going, and then it starts to cook, right? They usually start off kind of slow. And they just got to the part where it was starting to get fun. And suddenly you heard people going, got to go to the game, got to go to the game. There was a fucking Cornhuskers game that day. <laughs> nice. And about, I'm going to say, Two-thirds of the people split at that moment. It's an interesting day to have a wedding, I guess. Yeah. But in this case, it was my brother-in-law talking about going to this wedding mm. and uh, drinking so much that he wet the bed. Oh, that is TMI. Right. It, one, it's TMI. And really, the only thing I could think of was, what kind of a tip do you leave the maid service in that mm. hotel? I mean. That, yeah. No, I should ask him. Like, what did you do? And, you guys did leave some big tip, right? And more, more bigger question: What does the hotel chain do with that mattress? I know. I was thinking about that. It's like, what is? How does this yeah. all work? And I, I really yes. didn't want to know. I mean, mattresses are not cheap, so you know. and that really can't be cleaned. No, and uh, which just makes me never want to leave the house. Really, you're so right. <laughs> A lot safer. And in Chicago, that's easy where it's below zero. I mean, I know. Can okay. do. <laughs> yeah. Here's the, here's the oddity though. I mean, as I said, yeah. we're going back last week where it was literally below zero Fahrenheit here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, the weather forecast is 65 degrees. Holy shit. Uh-huh. That's impressive. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, Hey, if that flu wasn't going around already, mm. It'll surely be, but at least all the snow's gone for now. Yes. And there's, hasn't, we haven't even had enough. Again, I should be pounding on something here. Here we are on January 2nd. And as of yet, the snowblower has not been needed yet. Well, except for Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah. I mean, holy shit. Was he on a snowblower? Did he get hit you by know, a snowblower? I heard again, it was a those, snow or a snow plow accident, not a blower. Those, right? those journalismists, man, they all suck. I mean, I've looked at that story and it's so hard to figure out exactly what happened. Um, I can't. Right. We know he was you know, injured. 
was well he, he no they they had to put his leg in a tourniquet and airlift him out and he, I mean he was fucked up bad um but nobody says was he pushing like a snowblower was he you know did it was it a snowplow that hit him i mean i don't know this is the state of journalists today yeah you can't get the truth out there but you can get the truth out in here so come out in here that's right we'll take care of you and we will be we back will. i mean we will if the uh what is if the uh, the heavens are willing and the creek don't rise? Is that the? Uh, it's uh, Hank Williams. If the good Lord's willing and the creek creek don't rise, that's what he used to say on his uh, concert posters. I'll be in you know Pacoima at uh, you know whatever. Yeah, and we will be right here, same time, same channel next week. We hope you can join us. Until then, I'm glad we've all survived the new year. We have, and I really should get the uh, the outro in here, and then we can end this thing. <laughs> the U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Whole world going Planet. Put that caboose right behind the bars.